This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. Hey guys, welcome to Resting Bitch Face. I'm your host, Julie. And I'm Melinda. Hey. My name for a second. <laughs> I'm glad you remembered. Uh, <laughs> we are here today to recap the latest episode of 90 Day Fiance. And Melinda will tell us which one that is. Tonight's episode is called Private Eyes as an ode to the Holland Oats classic of yes. the same name. Yeah. And no, I will not sing it. Oh, well, I wish I would have recorded you earlier because then I would have just worked it into our our opening theme song and it would have been like the next hottest dance hit for 2020 hey, if the clubs ever reopen. You know, we might have to do that. Maybe for our Patreon. <laughs> yeah, I'll sing it. We'll do karaoke night. Yes, that would be interesting. Uh, so it's Private Eyes. It's the newest episode. We're in season... This is before the 90 days, so this is season four. Did you write down the episode number? No, because you've never asked me that question. <laughs> I think it's episode 11. It feels like it's been on for I'm a long sure time. I'm pretty sure I said it was episode 10 last week. <laughs> <laughs> I, so, I'm pretty sure we only have, like, one or two more episodes left. Everything oh, okay. is kind of coming to a close. I was a little bit surprised that the three-hour episode wasn't the the finale. That was kind of... I really Strange. don't understand why it was a three-hour episode. I mean, there was a lot going on, but you could have just stretched that out into one more episode. Yeah, it was a little bit weird. I, and usually I feel like at the end of the season, they'll do like a one-hour finale and then one hour of the tell-all. So I'm a little bit surprised that they didn't just kind of tack that extra hour on that way. I but, don't know. They might have had to rework stuff because of uh, self-quarantine. And then um, they're also, you know, they didn't film their um, tell-all on time like they normally do because of corona. So they're doing, um, like, a self-quarantine type tell-all. That's what I thought they were going to do. I hope it isn't lame. It's going to be lame because half the fun of the tell-all is all of them making fun of each Trying other. Trying to fight each other. Yeah, so I, I'm a little bit surprised. Well, I wonder if they're actually going to have any producers that set up the TV camera for them. I'm not sure because I just watched the Pillow Talk episode and they were oh, yeah. all recording themselves. Well, they no, it seemed like there. it was just David and Annie. And I think it's because they were uh, an addition because when the, the timelines don't match up because Annie is visibly pregnant. and Oh, you mean Robert and Annie. What did I say? David and Annie? David and Annie. It's easy well, to get them. In. There's too oh. many Annies. Yeah, I know. Robert and Annie. <laughs> I yeah. wish David and Annie would have Yeah, because everyone else looked the same. So, yeah, you're right. It had to have been... Yeah. Uh, Everybody else was clearly, like, lighted. And they were filming on a laptop. I just looked up, and there is a lizard on the ceiling. Possibly a gecko. I don't know. You're the uh, herpetologist here. I'm going to take a picture of it and send it to you. It just scares the shit out of me. I can't tell yet. I would die if it, like, fell into my hair and just, like, (laughs) No, I just, like, it's above my TV. And I was like, whoa, 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 whoa. Oh, it's in your house? That's funny. No, I'm outside. 
Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, you have a TV outside? We have uh, four TVs outside. Oh, my God. My husband is bougie and built himself an outdoor <laughs> bar because I kicked him out of his man cave to make room for our second child that he desperately wanted. That sounds really nice, though. I would, I would probably nice. waste half my life out there. It's No, it's really awesome. Um, so I always record outside. Yeah, I don't blame you. I would, too. Plus, then oh, you don't have the issue with, like, an echo. Like, I'm sitting in the closet right now. I would much rather be on your bougie patio with you. It's pretty sweet. He, uh, the bar that he built actually, like, lifts up and I can push it into the wall to make more space. Nice. But I would actually have to move all the shit that he has hiding behind Yeah, that's it. not worth it. It's not worth it. Nice of um, So, update. It's a gecko, because it's one of those that's, like, kind of clear. Oh, okay. So, I had a gecko and a tree frog that would always hang out on the window outside of my kitchen in the summer, and so I named them Jim and Dwight from I the was office. just going to say, did you name them? Of course I named them. I would feed them, too. <laughs> I'm deathly afraid Aww. of frogs, though, so there's your little known fact. Why are you afraid of frogs? So, when I was a little kid, we had a an older house that had an avocado green tub, and uh-huh. I came in and got in the bathtub, and I sat on a frog. Oh, I didn't no. see it, and it, like, traumatized <gasps> me for life. Like, you killed it with your ass? I don't think I killed it. I was, like, a little kid, but it just scared <laughs> me. <laughs> I thought the traumatizing part was, like, that it, like, squished. God, no. It was just that it was, like, frog on my ass. <laughs> oh, I bet that's gross feeling. Yeah, it's not cute. Anyway, back to 90 Day Fiance. Uh, my irrational fear is that I'm afraid of dinosaurs. <laughs> <laughs> Well, (laughs) (laughs) and I don't know what that, well, I think even when I was, well, obviously it started when I was a kid. I didn't just wake up at 30 and decide I was afraid of dinosaurs. Um, But the reason that it scares me, I think is because starting in, you know, when you're younger and you go to those like museums or whatever, and they have the animatronic T-Rexes and stuff. Oh yeah, those are creepy. And they turn their head and they blink and they make noise and they move. Yeah. Ever since that... I have been so freaked out by dinosaurs. I actually, when I went to Universal and went on the Jurassic Park ride, um, I was literally shaking and I almost cried. That's so sad. I don't know what it is. It's so stupid. I love the Jurassic Park movies, but just, I, I think it's just like a fear of something so big and strong and fast that you could never outrun it like you wouldn't have a chance so are you scared of chickens no you know the chicken is the closest living relative to a tyrannosaurus rex yeah but i can kick a chicken (laughs) chicken. have you ever been chased by a chicken (laughs) no thank god (laughs) i don't i don't like fucking geese though geese are mean motherfuckers geese are assholes Oh, I got yeah. bit by a swan once at an amusement park. You were bitten by a swine? A swan. A swan, a, a, swan, a black <laughs> swan, actually. Yeah. Oh, wow. So, fuck swans. Um, you left it on the bathroom counter right there. So here we have a classic interruption by one of the <laughs> life mates of Resting Bitch one of Pod. The, one of the Resting Dick Face husbands. <laughs> yes, we're going to make our husbands start a podcast called Resting Dick Face. So <laughs> recording. Look out for that eventually. <laughs> All right, love you, bye. 
Um, yeah, no, I, geese are assholes. They're scary. They don't give a fuck about you. Um, they will chase your ass down. I don't know. They're just scary. Here in Florida, we have an issue with the, um, oh God, I forget what kind of duck it is. It's like the black ones with the big growths on their beaks. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. They're like a uh, invasive species of duck. (laughs) I don't know. They're just scary. They're mean. They hiss at you. Yeah. It's kind of like the, they're kind of like the wasp of the bird world. Cause like wasps don't give a fuck. They don't care if you're going about your day, you might as well be attacking them. They don't give a shit. They're going to bite, they're going to sting you. Mean ass little motherfuckers. You heard it here first. <laughs> I mean, you Geese heard it. The wasps <laughs> of the bird world. <laughs> All right. Anyways, let's I'm move on. <laughs> yes, please do that. Make a quote, like, and a, a, make a really pretty, um, a really pretty picture. A no, make, <laughs> make a really pretty background and then put that as a quote and put it on Instagram so it looks all fancy, like a motivational quote, but it just says, <laughs> geese are the wasps of the bird worlds. Julie Chavez. <laughs> all, right, all right, okay. Moving on. <laughs> Let's talk about this fucking shit show of an episode um (laughs) lisa and usman that's how we open up (sighs) we're (sighs) starting fresh shit out of the gate yeah lisa wants us to know that she will never be nigerian no shit she is an american and she's out she's out she's out she's gonna waddle down the road in her capri yoga pants and, like, what was happening with her outfit? Isn't this supposed to be long and kind of cover you down to your feet? She's was, walking around with, like, whatever she's wearing, like, tucked into her yoga pants. It was a lot. I don't So she just that. had that, like, fuchsia shawl, like, haphazardly slung onto her body. White capris in the desert. Uh-huh. And some flippy floppies. And flippy floppies. Yeah. Um, yeah, so she was looking real cute walking down the street. Um, Usman is afraid that love is not enough. Yeah. Once again, no shit. And you don't love her. Can we just fucking stop? Stop pretending that you love her. He's but trying, he always says, he always says that he wants to go to America. And then he's like, oh, and I love Lisa. He's got to, like, get that in there. Oh, that. <laughs> I love baby girl Lisa, right? Was mm-hmm. that convincing? <sighs> He's not a bad-looking guy. I don't understand why he can't. I mean, he's not a bad-looking guy. He's, you know, a quote-unquote celebrity. I don't understand why he can't find someone else to scam. He, uh, you know, he just doesn't want to have to put in the work, kind of like I feel about this Instagram post. (laughs) He he got one on the line. He figures probably that his chances are easier with an older, not overly attractive woman because but he picked the most difficult woman there is yeah say, i think he regrets that, you don't that. Have to put in the work <laughs> i think he really regrets that decision i really think he would have been better off choosing um yolanda because she's such an idiot she would not second guess anything that he would say <laughs> <laughs> That oh Usman, man, he loves me. 
take care of me. Mm-hmm. He's a celebrity, a Nigerian celebrity. I'm not familiar with Nigerian celebrities. I'm not familiar. <laughs> That's, I'm just going to say that throughout my life, my everyday life. I'm not familiar. When I don't want to face something like, say, the sink is full of dishes. I'm not familiar with washing dishes. And that's just going to be how I get out of shit that I don't want to do. <laughs> I support this decision. I'm not familiar with cooking dinner. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, it kills me. Anyways, let's go back to Lisa News one. <laughs> Yes, please. Uh, oh, Lisa is rocking some frosted eyeshadow in her, like, little, uh, what are they called? What do they call them in the TV world? When they're Eyelids? sitting with the producer. <laughs> when they're sitting with the producer. Oh, and they're, they're in, the, in the moment. Yeah, 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 yeah. They're or ITM. was it her in the moment? Or they're ITM. Yeah, they call it, I think it's called ITM. So, um, they're doing that, or, no, they're doing, like, the one-on-one with the producers, where it's, right. uh, her and it's the, in the room. Yeah, it's the, like, n- narration yeah. that they do after the fact. <sighs> She's wearing, like, a frosted eyeshadow and, like, some kind of pink lip stuff, and it just, it's like Bonnie Bell lip gloss or something. It's very and distracting. It, just, it really took me back to, like, fifth grade in the 90s. So. All right, so speaking of Bonnie Bell's lip smackers, now I have to ask you. <laughs> yes. What's the best flavor? The coffee. Bullshit. Get out of here. No. It, okay, so it wasn't like, it wasn't coffee. It was like uh, mocha something. And Dr. It was Pepper like a, or get the fuck out. Oh, no, I was, I was thinking about the lip gloss. Okay, yeah. So, oh, yeah, yeah. You have to do Dr. Pepper. It's the greatest of all the lip balm flavors. It is. It is. Yeah. I really liked the vanilla one, though, because it wasn't, like, a normal vanilla lip balm where it's just kind of, like, weird. I think I only ever tried the Dr. Pepper, but I used to really like the Bonnie Bell lip gloss. And they that one, they had, like, a mocha that was, like, this pretty, like, like a pretty pink, but, like, a deeper pink. I don't know. That was my jam. I think they still make that shit. And if they do, I'm going to buy some. They probably have it at the dollar store. That's where they have stuff like that. True that. Ooh, you know what we should do? Hmm. We should make a video of us um, doing, like, 90s middle school makeup tutorial. Oh, my gosh. I have some blue (laughs) eyeshadow that I could pull out for that. Just, like, roll on glitter everywhere. Look like a, you'll look like a stripper. Um, That'd be amazing. Yeah, frosted eyeshadow, baby blue nails. What else? Oh, yeah. I, listen, my toenails are a shade of turquoise <laughs> right now. Okay, all right. So you're halfway there already. You don't even have to do the nails. You just got to do aggressive everything on your face. Hot pink cheeks. Oh, Baby yeah. blue eyeshadow, which was the very first thing that I ever shoplifted from an Eckerd's. <gasps> What's an Eckerd's? Is that a Florida thing? It it was Rite Aid. It's Rite Aid. Oh, okay. They got bought out by Rite Aid. (laughs) But it used to be Eckerd's, and it was right next to my school. My brother and I used to um, go to school, and then we would walk over to Eckerd's before it started and buy um, 
a two liter of Mountain Dew and Twizzlers, and he would drink that two liter Mountain Dew by the time school got out. Oh, wow. Wow. But we'd always split Twizzlers, and um, to this day, every time I see him, I buy him Twizzlers. Oh, that's cute. Yep. Does he live in Florida, too, or do you... No, he lives in Nashville. Oh, okay. I like Nashville. They have, um... Oh, I guess now they live in Jolton, but it's... Okay. But, um, they have two goats and chickens and ducks and the cutest little red-headed baby girl ever. I fucking love goats. I want a goat so bad. Their goats are so cute. They bought They're them. So they were cute. born on St. Patrick's Day, so they have Irish names. They're Clover oh, and Embry. Or no, Embry adorable. is my niece. <laughs> <laughs> you are. Oh, do you want me to cut that? <laughs> no. Clover and <laughs> Bailey. <laughs> wow. I was just so looking cute. at a picture of Embry, and she is the cutest little baby ever. <laughs> Ugh, I bet. I Other bet. than my daughter. But you know. Well, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I told so them funny. they were always going to adopt kids. They weren't going to have any kids. And then they kind of had an oops baby. And I told them if the baby was not a redhead like my sister-in-law, that they had to give it back. <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> so she, Redheaded she, kids are so cute. Well, and my sister-in-law is just the most beautiful person on the planet. Aww. And so now there's a mini version of the two of them. So I'm How super cute. excited about that. How cute. She's my baby. Aww. Yeah, I don't think we're going to, gonna, I was going to say, I don't think we're going to succeed in the, like, an hour or less episode. <laughs> I probably not. That's fine. Let's just see what happens. Um, but yeah, I guess, so Usman and Lisa are saying that they need to compromise somehow, and she's willing to compromise a little bit, but not a lot, and... Now, Julie, get it Nobody's right. Nobody's surprised. We have another installation in our 90-day ba- math series. <laughs> where they seriously sat there for 10 minutes and discussed the percentages the percentage. in which they were willing to compromise. <laughs> and I think they landed on Usman has 60% and baby girl Lisa has 40 but she's still in charge, you guys. But why do these people, like, why do these women go to these countries and then act all surprised that their man doesn't want to be dominated by them? Because... She lives in another planet. <laughs> like, people like yeah. Lisa and Angela, like, they don't live in the reality world. It's crazy. Yeah. It's crazy and to just think that you're going to go over there and, and change the rules of the culture. <laughs> I'm an American woman. Okay. Ugly American party of one. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, let's talk about the wonderful, like, this is probably the best part of the whole episode, would be Ed and Rose. Oh, So we both get so a text. <laughs> <laughs> we both got a text last night from Jenna of uh, 90 Day Fiance, I Want My Podcast, which is a wonderful podcast, and we love Jenna and Miguel over there. But we both get this, like, group text from her, and she's like, oh my god, Rose. No, no, like, she didn't even say Rose. She just no, said... She- Oh my god. And I was like, We were what? like, what? What? <laughs> like, what happened? <laughs> and she's like, Have you watched the show? We're both like, No, no. And she's like, Oh, you just wait. You wait. I was like, Oh my god. I could not wait. I was so excited. And it was worth the wait because uh, Rose is the queen of this episode. She was. As oh Jenna said, God, I was so it proud was of her. Better than a Super Bowl touchdown. 
Oh, I was so fucking proud of her. So proud of her. Um, Ed doesn't... Well, first of all, we're, like, watching them frolic in the pool, which is disgusting. Um, Whoa, Ed, God. <laughs> Ed doesn't like swimming in the ocean. First of all, the ocean is amazing. And he doesn't like swimming there. Uh, I think he might be afraid he's going to drown because he's so short. So I guess I can get that. Um, this place looks absolutely gorgeous. I want to go there. Holy shit. I know. And it's cheap. It looks beautiful. What were you saying? I said it's cheap. Oh, did you look it up? Yeah. Oh, we should go there. I'm down. I want to. I want to go get everywhere the suite now. for like hundred and thirty dollars a night. No way. Yeah, it was so cheap. Oh my god. I don't think you, I don't even think you can get like a Motel Six in Denver for that price. Probably not. Wow. 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 Okay. Yeah. It's absolutely gorgeous. Um, Ed says he doesn't think that Rose had anything to do with her sister asking for money. Okay. Cool. Um, there's an awkward belly-to-belly underwater shot, and that really creeped me out. Um, and Ed is such a piece of shit. He is afraid to tell Rose that he doesn't want more kids. All he has done since the moment he got there is bitch about her being honest. And and harass her. All he does is lie. Yes! He has spent the entire, how many months? Three, well, I guess they've talked for three months, but I think it was she months, has, yeah. she has told him since day one that her dream is to have more children. And so instead of saving everyone the time and energy and everything and telling her that that's not in his plan and cutting ties then and there, he lies to her the whole fucking time. The whole time. He's a piece of shit. Oh, I think the gross, maybe the grossest part was when, uh, (laughs) Rose says she she likes the view there and he was like, you're my best view. I kind of wanted to puke a little bit when I heard that because he's disgusting. Um, he tells Rose he had appointments to get the snip snip because he didn't want to knock her up. Listening to him explain a vasectomy to Rose is just upsetting honestly because he's talking to her like she is mentally handicapped like she's an idiot yeah i know i was gonna get the snip snip and you know she's telling him she's like i've told you a hundred times she has the best facial expression she looks like she's going to murder him in his sleep i support she's so pissed she's so pissed i would be so pissed he has just wasted so much of her time and spent time with her son, and her son's calling him daddy, and he knows from day one he doesn't want to give her what her dream is. He's, He's like, trying to rob her of her future. Of course, because he is a privileged American, and he thinks that he just deserves that, because he's going to bring her to America, because he's a white savior. I'm so grossed out by it, because it feels like I mean, I feel like, so a a couple years ago, there was a lot of talk about how you would be able to press rape charges against someone for, like, if they misrepresented themselves. So, do you remember hearing about that? No. So I feel like, I feel like, God, now I hate when I second guess myself after I'm saying something and no one knows what I'm talking about. Oh, no, I believe Um, you. It probably... That makes sense. I just didn't hear it. It was a conversation a couple years ago, and it was kind of like saying, if you're, if you meet this guy and you're dating, 
and you think his name is, or, or you just went on a date or whatever, and you think his name is Mike and he's a doctor, and you find out later on after you had sex with him that his name is Dan and he's a drug dealer, that, like, you could file rape charges against him because he misrepresented himself in order to sleep with you. Well, that's awesome. And that's what it feels like with Ed. It feels like he he lied to her the whole time, embarrassed her, harassed her, bugged her, made her feel like shit, and then slept with her under false pretenses, knowing that it would be a deal breaker for her, that he didn't want any more kids. And then after he sleeps with her, now all of a sudden... Like, after he sleeps with her and probably makes her wear the lingerie and is gross, now all of a sudden he wants to tell, come clean and tell her the truth. It's such a disgusting fucking thing to do because you tricked her. Yeah, he completely lied to her. He completely tricked her. If he had told her from the beginning that he didn't want more kids and been honest, she never would have met him. And she sure as fuck wouldn't have slept with him. Hell no. It's just like total, it's just total trickery. It's disgusting. It really is. He's just a terrible person. So then we, we come to the next morning and Ed wakes up and Rose is gone. Oh, I love that. I was like, please don't come back. Please don't have written him a note. Don't leave him a voicemail. Just fucking go and never say another word to him. That would have been the greatest thing ever. Hell Yeah. Yeah, just I would have been so excited if Rose had just been like, deuces. Yeah. That would have been great. Do you want to do the honors? But she kind of like, she has to have that face to face with him. And I love she. Oh, God, I love that. So you you tell it because, oh, man, I just loved it. It was great. So Rose comes back and they go back to sit in this little like cabana that they were sitting in before when he told her that he wants a vasectomy. And Rose is like, so I just needed some time to think and, you know, like I needed space. And she goes, so since I've been with you here, you have lied to me about wanting kids. You have embarrassed me on several occasions with the mouthwash. Mm -hmm. And you've accused me of lying to you about my sister asking you for money. And basically, I just don't want to have anything to do with you. Mm-hmm. You're a piece of shit. Like, that's me yeah. paraphrasing. But she <laughs> gave it to him. Oh, and she even said, you lied to me about your height. Mm-hmm. Then you wanted me to take an STD test. Like, yes, thank you. And, and I got he, so wrapped up in it. <laughs> and then he's just constantly embarrassing her. And I, I really like, she said, um, you make made me feel like a little bit per, of a person. Yes. Like, and oh. that was so good because it's like, you have spent the entire time demeaning me and making me feel small. And all along, you were just lying about who you are. Oh, and doesn't she say something about, I know who you are? That's, like, how she started it off. Yeah, I know who you oh, are. Oh, God, it was so Like, good. she just came freaking for Ed. She had this just steel face. And she mm-hmm. held it the whole time. She was just, she, she had it rehearsed. She had her speech. And she was just like, I am done with your shit. I was so proud of her. 
I was literally, like, whooping out loud. Yes. I 1,000% believe that he thought that she would want to go to America so badly that Mm -hmm. she would give up all of her hopes and dreams and just go with it and do whatever he wanted and wear whatever he wanted. And, like, like he was basically purchasing her. 100%. And and she's like, I guarantee that's what he thought. Like, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, you're just gonna do whatever. You're mine now. Because you just are using me for a green card. Like, he just decided who she was. He's like, I bring you to the U.S. and you are now my property. And you're going to do what I want you to do. And you're going to give up the dreams that you have. And you're going to be happy about it. Because lucky you. You get to go to the U.S. with me. And she's just like, fuck you. I don't, like, I'm not giving up my my dream of having children. And you've treated me like shit this whole time. And I'm out. And he is shocked. And I loved it. Loved it floundered and like honestly yes i loved every second of him just floundering and gasping for air like what huh Mm -hmm. i'm so confused like no you're not confused you're just a piece of shit and you got called on it yeah it's um it's really crazy because it's like i didn't think she had it in her like i didn't either i knew she would make the faces and like try to show that she's pissed off but i did not think she had that in her and i was just so proud of her it was fantastic, and he does not know what to do with it, which is I was better. thrilled. I was thrilled for her. Ugh, I was clapping so and screaming, and, like, <laughs> she just well, served him some hot and delicious revenge. Well, yeah, and apparently she's been going live on Instagram, and she's been posting things and kind of telling her truth. I haven't had a chance to look into any of that, but we should definitely look into that and then um talk about that on our bitch fit this week oh yes okay i will put some together because i've been following her okay okay perfect yeah so i think that's where we leave them the in the preview for the next episode he's kind of like i have never seen her like this never and it's like first of all you've only known her for like a week so can we calm down with the i am shocked at who she is as a person um but, yeah, I'm excited to see the next episode. I don't think she gets up and walks away from him at that point. Well, I don't but... think she can. How is she going to get home? They flew there. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Oh, that's going to be uh, an awkward flight home. <laughs> I would be like, you're going to take me home now. Goodbye. Yeah. Hell yeah. Yeah, so that's where we left them. And then uh, moving on, we... Or, did you have anything else to nope. say about that? Okay. Oh, it, was just, it was my favorite <laughs> scenes of the week. Oh, God, it was so good. It was so good. Um, Eric and Stephanie, they're getting ready to go meet uh, Erica's parents. She keeps talking about how nervous she is to come out. You know, we both had a feeling that her parents were not going to be shocked when she came out. Um, <laughs> in Pillow Talk, Veronica said that she's like a walking... Like she's a walking rainbow. No, she's yeah. just a walking rainbow. <laughs> but I honestly, I loved it because she's sitting there at the table. Her parents are as delightful as I expected them to be. Mm-hmm. And that Chinese food looked good. And I've been craving Chinese yeah. food since then. Yeah. But she's like, yeah, I keep saying we because her, her dad's like trying to lead her into telling them. <laughs> Or the like, whole okay, time. Well, what about yeah? What about you, Stephanie? Have you had a nice time? <laughs> He's like, you keep saying we. I'm asking about you. <laughs> yeah. 
Well, I keep saying we because Steph is here as my partner. And he's like, oh, that was a good accent. Oh, thank you. Oh, you're welcome. <laughs> but then he goes, okay, do you want some more fried rice? <laughs> like, <laughs> like, I think it took everything in her parents to not be like, yeah, we know. <laughs> <laughs> well, the mom eventually says it, but she says it in a really nice way. They were like, so not- sweet. Like, not a no-shit way, but, I mean, it was so cute. So they took it, obviously, really well. They were not surprised. Um, one thing that I thought was really funny is before they went to the dinner, uh, Steph, in her ITM, says, like, if she, so if she isn't, she doesn't feel comfortable telling them about it, are we going to keep our relationship a secret forever? Like, no, bitch, you're on national television. I'm pretty sure that it's not going to be a secret forever. Your days are numbered, honey. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you got about three months turnaround time until the shit comes out on national TV. So if you haven't come out by then, sorry. Um, I liked the I liked the idea of Steph like going and well I liked I liked that Erica wanted to do it while Steph was there to kind of solidify their relationship and show how serious she is. Um, I like that Steph wanted to be there as a support system, but in the back of my head, I'm just thinking, wow, this is a lot of pressure for people who have only known each other for a week and yeah. have fought more in that one week than my boyfriend and I have in three years. Like, it just seemed like a lot. It seemed like forced, you know what I mean? It, yeah. Like, they're really trying to prove something to each other. It, it's, I think it's just more Steph being a thirsty-ass bitch, honestly. And I think, honestly, I think it's a cop-out. It's a cop-out. How's that? By her coming out to her mom via webcam, where oh, she yeah. can't deal with any of the consequences or fallout. I mean, not that there should be any consequences, but obviously there are going to be. Yeah, it definitely seems like Steph's parents are more traditional, and it's going to be a little bit more of an issue for them. But yeah. again, I've heard that she's been out on YouTube for a long time. And I think it's kind of strange that her parents would not watch her YouTubes at all. Yeah, because they, they seem very involved in their her YouTubes. I don't know. I, yeah. I feel like her entire, I won't even say life because it's not a real life, but just her entire, like, image is so cultivated. Yeah. It's like she true. has an entirely different life mm-hmm. when there is a camera around. Like, she's an inter- a totally different person. I just don't like people like that. I really don't. I, I just want people to be real and honest, and I will like you way... I will watch your videos way more often if you are that person versus trying to be Miss Perfect, and then you're nothing like what you're portraying on TV. I think if terrible. she had shown up and she had been the girl that Erica knew, it would have been a completely different situation. It really would have, but I, I don't know. I have just such icky feelings to stuff. Yeah, and Erica's too young to be making a, a gigantic decision like moving to New York or 
marrying someone, especially like Stephanie. Like, this is the thing, people. If you're like one week into a relationship and you've already fought and thrown things four times, there's a major problem here. <laughs> Definitely. I mean, that's a giant red... F that's not something that you leave your life behind and move across the world for. Because it's not going to get better. But I don't think she ever had any intentions to do that. I think all of this was for attention. I don't know. On Erica's side? <sighs> I don't, I don't I think know. They're just, I think so, Erica's just young and like kind of had a fairy tale idea in her mind. And then the real stuff shows up and it's it all kind of come, comes crashing down. Yeah. I went into a deep dive onto Erica's Instagram oh. the other night. And okay. I mean, she really does seem like a really fun and genuine person. Yeah. But like she teased being on 90 Day Fiance for such a long time on her Instagram. Ah, uh, okay. And I don't know if it's just because she just, she ended up being on it and so she was excited about it and whatever. Like, I don't know if she necessarily went on there for that, but I also don't think she ever had any intentions to go to America. Well, I feel like I also heard that she also is a YouTube personality. Is she? So, See, I don't know about that. Yeah, I don't know either, and I, I'm not quite sure if I'm correct on that, but that's something that we can look into, too. But I don't know. It just... They just do not seem like a good match at all. And I definitely don't think that they're going to make it. Oh, absolutely not. Yeah. I would no be way. surprised if they make it to Steph leaving. <laughs> but... <laughs> Uh, our, our little teaser for next week looks like things are going to get explosive again. Yeah. Yeah. Steph's going to be throwing something and yelling and storming out. And, um, the, the thing that I did really enjoy about the little teaser for next week is, holy shit, Erica looks beautiful without makeup. She's gorgeous. She is so pretty. And the, in that scene for the teaser... She's not wearing any makeup. She probably has eyelash extensions or something, but she looks so beautiful with a clean face. It's like, man, I wish I was like that. Her skin is perfect, and I kind oh, of yeah. hate her for it. But <laughs> Oh, yeah. Yeah. So I'm looking forward to seeing that, and I guess so. I guess to see Steph throw another fit. Uh, I'm so tired She's of her little hissy fits. Maybe we should have her on for our bitch fit. She'd blend right in. <laughs> Yeah, I'm sure after all the things we've said about her, she will love to come on here. And she talk can to us. come at me, honey. <laughs> I got quarantine rage. Oh, jeez. I'll fight wow. her. She deleted all of her social media though, so maybe she's not listening. Yeah, but not for long. I heard she's back. Oh, already? So, yeah, oh. I heard that like a couple days ago. <laughs> it didn't last long. She can't handle not having. She can't the handle attention. not being relevant. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Her boobs could not stain her shirt long enough. Oh, no. Okay, so, um, Yolanda, do you want to tell this story? What story? <laughs> Yolanda is not familiar with reverse image searching. <laughs> and she is shocked and appalled to find that her pictures of the Williams are stock photos. And oh, that's she's, pretty much she it. Thinks, <laughs> she thinks that they it could be a coincidence. What a coincidence. Mm-hmm. I mean, honestly, like, I'm just, like, bored with her now. Oh, yeah. Yeah, there's this, there's no way. I mean, I cannot believe that they have 
dragged this on for so long. Um, her kids looked like they were going to laugh their asses off about how ridiculous the photos were that she had of him. And they pull it up. It's stock photos. It's like 50,000 Google search results of handsome, muscular, shirtless, hunk, man, outdoor. <laughs> hotty, hotty. <laughs> <laughs> I can't believe that they had never seen pictures of the Williams. Like, she didn't even show her kids a picture of this man. Yeah, I know. Yep. Yeah. Boy, so, uh, <laughs> uh, Yolanda asked to search more photos because the 50,000 results off of the first one was not enough for her. So they put a couple more images in the search and it's the same thing. She wants to know if it's a coincidence that his no. photos are popping up on all 50,000 Google pages. Um, that would be a negative. <laughs> Ghost Rider. <laughs> the her kids pep talk her and tell her that she's beautiful. She has a lot to offer. These are true statements. She could, I she could meet a really wonderful man, her age or maybe a little older, who's handsome and has a career and is kind and loves her and her kids. There's no reason why she couldn't have that in person. There really isn't. She's she's a beautiful woman. She seems like she has a very kind heart. And she seems like she's been a good mom to her kids. Her kids really, really love her. So, I mean, Yolanda, come on. You deserve better than this guy that doesn't exist. Um, oh, after they pep talk her, Yolanda says thank you. But she still wants to talk to Williams. She's not sure that she's being catfished. She thinks the truth is somewhere in the middle. What, what does that mean? The in the middle of what? We've just shown you that the pictures are not real. So where, what do you mean somewhere in the middle? Does she mean like he probably looks similar to this guy that he stole photos of? I don't understand at all what she means. I, I don't think she understands what she means, honestly. <laughs> I think she just doesn't want to admit that she got fucked, honestly. Yeah, she's just totally and completely in denial. She wants to talk to him and get answers. I don't understand the obsession that these people have with closure. The closure is this guy doesn't exist. He lied to you. He, like, blackmailed you. What more do you need to know? I don't get it. And then I also, I'm sitting here watching the show and I'm going, okay, it's times like this that I wish that I didn't have morals. Because there are so many dumb fucks out there. That I could, like, I could be a millionaire just sitting on my couch or something, scamming people. Damn There's morals. people like David out there. There's people like David out there that are paying $100,000 over seven years to talk to some girl that does not exist, who has traveled the world four times to meet her, been stood up every time, and still thinks she's real. And that she loves them and they're going to be together. Okay, so are we officially segueing into David? Yeah, let's let's just do that. Because <laughs> let's just talk about David. Let me set the oh scene. Oh my god. Yes. So David gets picked up looking like he just survived the coronavirus by his friend. <laughs> yeah, he looks like shit. He looks rough. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so his friend picks him up and he's like, Well, yeah, it's uh it's unfortunate that you just went through all that and he's like, I just don't get it. And his friend's like, yeah, okay. Like, he, you can tell he's just trying to, like, let him down gently, and he doesn't want to, like, 
pull at the last fraying thread of David's sanity. But somewhere between him getting picked up and him meeting with the private investigator and his friend's wife, that thread snapped. And he is no longer in reality. So his... I don't think he's been in reality for a long time. Well, I don't know. But, yeah. So his friend's Russian wife comes over to help translate with this private investigator and the private investigator is basically just like, yeah, bro, she doesn't exist. And so he's like, okay, so we, we looked at all these photos and there's multiple dating accounts using the same photo. It's all linked Mm -hmm. to the same person. He's like, no, no, her pictures got stolen. No, that's not true. That's not true at all. And he's like, I got, I got proof, man. He's like, nope, nope, that's not true. Mm-hmm. And the friend's wife is just like, David, <laughs> come on, man. But so David's, I, like, I getting, actually... like, angry. Oh, he was aggressive. Yeah. He was kind of scary, honestly. Like, I would be a little afraid. Like, he was gonna throw something. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she actually told him, like, don't kill the messenger. I'm just telling you what he's saying. I, I do think that David was a little bit right when he said that he thinks Lana's photos are stolen. Um, I, I, I don't believe that all of these different websites and accounts with different names and all that are the same person. I think it's someone came across this really hot, gorgeous woman, stole the pictures, and then they get passed on from website to website to website. So oh, the reason sure. that I think this is because when I lived in Vegas, I actually used to book calls for an escort agency. Nice. And that's basically what we would do. We would find hot girls online, take their pictures, create ads with photos of those girls, and then we would send a girl who looked kind of like her out on the call. So, 100%, I've had a really weird life. I realize that sometimes when I start talking out loud. Um, But, yeah, that's what I think happened. I think that these photos have just been passed from... You know, person to person to person, scammer to scammer to scammer. And that's why it's on all kinds of websites all over the place with different names and different accounts and all of that. And it's there's no way in hell he is talking to the woman in the pictures. There's just not. Yeah, no, I agree with that. But the fact remains that Lana is not a person. She's a sc- she whoever is a the person behind the computer is is one thousand percent a scammer who does not give a fuck about David. Hundred percent, and that's totally evident when you when he's sitting next to Victoria, his friend's wife. Okay, she comes from the Ukraine, and she met her American husband, and he brought her over, and they're together. Well. How can you look at the Lana situation and think that it's the same as this, like, whatever love story between his friend and her wife? Because she actually showed up. Like, they've been together, like, 20 years or something, right? So, and Lana won't even meet him or give him her phone number. But he knows her, Julie. He knows her. (laughs) He says... Oh, yeah, yeah. He tells, he tells Victoria, oh, she says, this was the greatest. She says, how long are you going to lie to yourself? <laughs> Great question. Great question. Till the uh, end. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He says, let's get real here. 
And that yes, no one let's. knows Lana like he does. <laughs> let's get real here, David. Please. No one knows my imaginary girlfriend like I do. So let's get real, Victoria. Come on. <sighs> He's crazy pants. I honestly, like, I'm a little scared of him. Because mm-hmm. he seems bent on finding this fictional Lana. But, like, what happens when he doesn't ever find her? Like, does he just go on, like, some kind of massacre? Does he kill himself? Does he eventually accept reality and move on? Like, I feel like there's a very tragic ending in the future of David. Wow. Yeah. I don't know. And his house kind of grossed me out, too. Yeah. It looked like it looked like the cat used the whole carpet like a litter box and just... Well, I know weird. he's trying to, like, get rid of all of his stuff because he wants to live in that RV and go traveling. And that's what—that's why he never wanted kids. Like he just wanted to to go travel the world and have a companion. But I'm like, mm, I don't know if that's it's why looking he like never had kids, huh? <laughs> I don't know if that's why he never well, had that's, kids. That's the answer that he gives. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think all these all these engagements that he had were broken off because the women realized how fucking psycho he was. Actually, do you think he was ever engaged to a real life woman in real in person? Um, because he they said he's been engaged like three times, right? Probably at one point, and I think he's probably very um, controlling and demanding. God, I think he so probably weird. wants a true like kept woman where he gets to dictate what she wears and what she does and all of that stuff. Like, I think he's probably very archaic, um, probably in terms of relationships, and that's gonna repel a lot of women. Either that or they saw him on his unicycle and they were like, okay, no, that's not happening. I can't marry a guy who rides a fucking unicycle down the street in Vegas. <laughs> I know. And it's really sad because, like, when I found out his cat's name was Mothra, I was like, you know, that's kind of funny, honestly. I don't even remember what that means. Oh, Mothra is a, um, the mother of Godzilla. Oh, Jesus. I think. Mm-hmm. She's at least in Godzilla. Maybe I it's Mothra right. versus Godzilla. That's right. It's such a fucking weird. weird Either way. Weird, weird, weird. He's just weird all around. So he, he's just completely in denial. He refuses to believe that Lana's not real, that what they have isn't real. And uh, in the scene for the next episode, we see him at the airport again. But I think some people are thinking that he's going somewhere. I don't think so. I think she told him that she's going to come to him. Oh, that's a hot take. And so, and I think that he sent her money to come and that he's there standing at the airport waiting for her to show up. Do you think, and now if that's what's happening, do you think she'll show up? Fuck no. She is not a person. <laughs> I don't know. They really surprised us with Maria last year. Listen, I'm, I will double down on this. Maria... They at least talked on, like, like video chat and stuff. No, no, no. They never did video chat. They Oh, they talked on the phone. They, she would he had her, her phone videos. numbers. He had her phone number. Yes, he had her Google voice number. <laughs> like, we, there was at least, like, a female personality attached. Right. To That's Maria. True. Now, she yeah, was still I a scammer, sure. but she was, like... She was doing her own dirty work. 
I mean, with Maria, there's I did not think in a million years that she was real. Like, like he met her on crazy. Anastasia date, but yeah, then they like he he at least had some kind of like actual contact with her. That's but true. Lana, <laughs> wouldn't you die if when they're doing the tell-all, they cut to a scene of like some random dude in the Ukraine? He's like, hi, I'm Lana. I would love that. Honestly, I would feel so vindicated. <laughs> I had to come clean. Thanks for all the money. And uh, David would be like, that's not true. Yeah, he it's probably would. He'd be like, nope. No. He's just, I don't he's just a you. faker. Mm-hmm. He's just cashing yeah. in on fame. God, he's an idiot. I really like Victoria, though. She's not fucking. She's like, Victoria gives no fucks. She has been telling him at every turn, like, this is, let me tell you, I know what this is because I've been there. Hello. <laughs> She's like, I was one of those girls. <laughs> and he won't even believe her. He's like, nope. Nope. Not my Lana. <sighs> yeah. Anyways, moving on. He is so infuriating. Um, Tom and Darcy, not much to see here. Once Whatever. again, they have stretched out this dumbass storyline all season long. And um, Darcy's being a bad bitch and shipping back the fake key that Tom gave her. Uh, you know what? International shipping is expensive and I would not bother. Fuck no. It's not a real key, bitch. Toss it in the freaking Hudson. Who fucking cares? Like, Just put it in your on. trash can. It's like nothing. It's not a real thing. Um, and then Tom's Do you think in the she really sent it? I don't know. I wouldn't. The fucking Fuck no. international shipping is not even worth it. Probably pay like sixty bucks to ship that to fucking wherever the hell he's from. So Tom goes to a, some random bar and he calls his new girlfriend. I think he was in. To me, it looked like he was at an airport. Was bar he in or an something. airport bar? It did kind of That's look like I was an airport guessing. bar. Yeah, but he said he would come visit her in a couple of days because she lives in Canada, which is why he was in Canada in the first place. Yeah. <laughs> So he went to his new girlfriend's house, then went to go get the last word, as Darcy put it, which I totally agree with Darcy, because he's a thirsty-ass bitch. And so he calls whatever her name was. I already forgot, because I don't care. Shannon. 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 So he calls Shannon, who... It's really fucking pretty. She's pretty... But it's Lots like he makeup. has a thing, yeah, for like the over Lots made up. Of makeup. She definitely has some fillers in her cheeks, at least. Yes, but she had. But good she's fillers. not. She's not Darcy. This is this is the difference in good fillers or good work and bad work. Like Shannon, I'm sure has been improved. Her looks have improved by good work. Yeah. And Darcy's looks have deteriorated, unfortunately. I don't know if she's using some like doctor that's giving her free shit because I don't know if she posts on Instagram go to this doctor or something but probably Shannon looked really really pretty they look like a much better match to me yeah no they they seem equally thirsty um (laughs) I actually like Shannon better than Darcy I just hate her on principle I don't because I feel like she was really mature about the whole thing she knew about Darcy. She knew that he kind of needed to see if he was going to close that chapter before they move forward. It seemed mature to me. And it was good that he had told her about Darcy and everything. And 
I don't know. She seemed like a nice person. And Darcy, I'm sorry. Darcy, I'm sure, is a nice person, but she is a straight-up alcoholic. She has major issues. Yeah, no, she's she crazy She has an as alcohol loom. problem. Oh, my God, I just watched a cameo that she made last oh night. Oh, God, her cameos oh are so scary. Oh, my God. She is fucking shit-faced. I, I just, she has a drinking problem. She has a drinking problem. She has a codependency problem. She has a love addiction. She's way, way does not need to be dating anyone. She needs a lot, a lot, a lot of therapy. Oh, for like sure. Like maybe even an inpatient therapy program. No, I agree. She needs inpatient and therapy. And rehab. Yeah. She's just not well. And so I, the conversation between him and Shannon, they both seemed like they were having a mature conversation. He does have to kind of get those jabs in against Darcy, which is not really. He felt necessary. sorry for her. Like why? I feel sorry for her. I don't feel sorry for her. She's a mess, especially this time because she took a stand. I feel yeah. sorry that she wasted time on you. I don't know. I yeah, anybody yeah. that is genuinely interested in Tom, I hate because he is such a piece of shit. I, I don't know. I don't know if I think he's a piece of shit or if I just think that they're not a good match. I think yeah. Tom is a sociopath. Maybe. He Perhaps. he's He's thirsty for fame. And so he wants to control his narrative and come oh, off yeah. like, you know, he's, he's such a nice guy that he had to come and let her down gently and la 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 la. And if Darcy had been welcoming with open arms he totally would have fucked her probably and then probably still broke it up with her because he's an asshole i don't know i don't know i just really, I, hate I really hope their relationship is over they do not belong together whatever regardless um and yeah darcy needs treatment <laughs> um okay so let's talk jeffrey and varia and we'll end with ash and avery the shit show that Ooh. that was um Jeffrey and Varya, I know most people, most podcasts are not talking about them. We don't have to, I, we don't have to acknowledge what we know outside of the show itself. I don't know. Um, we all know Jeffrey's a piece of shit, but they're on the show. They wake up from camping the next morning. They're like both glowing. I bet they have great sex. I, oh, for sure. They have yeah, like, like animal really sex. good chemistry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so um, they're going to the Banya. I have been wanting to do this for so long. There is a spa in the next town over that does this, and it just sounds wonderful. Do you want to go? Yeah, I want to go and lay down naked I'll and go beat have you someone with bushes. beat me with branches. <laughs> <laughs> I'll beat you with some bushes. So, we'll make it a girl's day. It'll be great. Yes. Yeah, so after my note about how I want to go to the Banya, I, I said, how did they clean the benches? That was my next question. Well, the place seemed, everyone... like, deserted. Like, they just go in and, like, do it themselves. Like, <laughs> Everyone's just going in up. there and laying down naked. Like, I know you have a towel under you, but I really don't think that that's going to do it. And it kind of creeps me out that you're going to lay down on the same sweaty, naked bench that the last guy did. Blech. How do you clean the benches? That's what I want to know. You know, that actually didn't cross my mind, but now I'm like... <laughs> <laughs> that's probably, like, a bacteria haven. Honestly, like, I... I wonder if the heat would kill it, though. No, probably not. Because it's wet would, like, and it's it. moist heat, so... Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, I can't. You gotta stop now. 
Uh, saunas don't appeal to me for that reason. Oh, I love a dry sauna. <sighs> I've never been in a dry sauna. Love it. But like, I, love I, don't, it, I, love I live it, love in it. Florida, so, like, I basically live in a giant outdoor that's sauna. True. So, yeah, that's the true. idea of, like, paying to go sit in an enclosed one just sounds mm-hmm. awful to me. I don't like the steam sauna because, like, the humidity makes me feel like I'm suffocating. It makes me feel like I'm nauseous Ugh. and, like, makes me lightheaded, yeah. and that doesn't sound fun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then no, I, have I could a do a dry sauna, though. Yeah. Um, so Jeffrey gets like super excited when Varya tells him that they're going in naked. Um, they smack people, they smack each other with branches. <laughs> <laughs> they swim in dirty water, which creeps me out. And what do you um, mean? Va- You've never swam in like a lake or a river before? I have, I just it grosses me out. I don't I don't mm-mm. Oh nope. man. That was like my mm-hmm. high school weekend thing. We would go camping and go swim in Lake Alatuna. Well, I've done it. It just grosses me. Ugh. Where, uh, little known fact, they, Lake Alatuna is featured in Ozark. Oh. I haven't watched that. It's a good show. Good. They film it at, um, the scenes where they have a, a bar, or at a bar that me and my family used to go to all the time, because you could drive your boat oh, up to it. Cool. We did not have a boat, but our friends did. Nice. Fancy. Little River Marina. <laughs> Uh, so Varya tells him that she's still uncomfortable with his past. Um, that's cool. I'm a little bit more uncomfortable with his stupid nipple tattoos. I think that I, would be a bigger red flag I hate to me all than of the his drug tattoos. dealing. Honestly, the giant centipede or whatever that is on his arm is more off-putting than his nipple tattoos. No, it's like some kind of weird fucking tribal nipple tattoo. Like, what the fuck are you... See, this this is how you know Jeffrey's a douchebag. I mean, he has, like, all of the the standard douchebaggery tattoos. Well, did you ever uh, hear his story as to why he has those nipple tattoos? No. Did he talk about that? Yeah, in an interview. I'm trying to pull it up really oh. quick. Um, and he basically said did it was, like... Did he lose a bet? Yeah, it was kind of like a dare or something. Hold on. I'm pulling it back up. What an idiot. Do, 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 do. I like when he said that he came with the intention of either proposing to her or not proposing to her. And I feel like any situation you were in in any way with anyone, it would be like you and I going to dinner and me being like, I'm either going to propose to you or not propose to you. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Okay. It's a stupid thing to say. So he basically ruined the surprise for the end. Don't tell me you might you might propose to me. I love I fucking love surprises. Ruin it. Yeah, no. So basically he went to a tattoo convention because he grew up super hardcore against tattoos and so he walked up to a tattoo artist like towards the end of the day and was like, "Can I get a tattoo?" and the tattoo artist was like oh hell yeah and so he basically told him he was going to give him some like intricate tattoo or whatever and then just like tattooed something oh, really bullshit. stupid on his nipples i'm like yeah okay, oh so sure. then he, so then he had him do the other one too give me a fucking break sure jan he's so full of shit and oh okay you're above tattoos but you're not above beating the shit out of women okay yeah whatever anyways he's an idiot and um, Varya keeps saying she's looking for her soulmate. I, I, 
it really upsets me when people say something, stay stuff say stuff like this. I used to believe in soulmates. I don't believe in soulmates anymore. I do not believe that there's one person out there that is just meant for you. And they just happen to be living in the same, same state as you. Out of all the billions of people in the world and all of the continents and the countries and the cities and the towns, what are the odds that your one soulmate in most situation lives in the same city as you? Yeah, no, I don't I don't believe in soulmates either. I think that love is a choice and you can choose to love anyone. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean I don't I don't believe in soulmates anymore. I don't think that someone is your destiny, someone is your soulmate, someone was born for you. No. Love is a choice. You can choose to love anyone. Well, I mean, I think there is definitely something to to be said about like attraction. Like I don't think that I could yeah. live in a marriage with somebody that I wasn't like attracted to or I like you have to have attraction to love somebody. I couldn't choose to be in love with somebody and be married to them for the rest of my life. Like but I But you I can choose to be attracted to someone. It's kind of like um when Okay, like Ryan leaves the fuck I just turned around and I see it. Every time he gets in a drawer, he leaves it fucking open and drives me nuts. I, I turned around because I'm sitting in the closet and he was in here before getting socks. Yeah, fucking sock drawers wide open right now. I can't. I but can't. It, it's an annoying thing, but it's something that I love about him because it's just something he does and I love him. So I think that you can grow to love people. I think that you can grow to be attracted to people. Oh, yeah. Um. So I don't know. I just don't believe in the, the soulmate shit. It's like... People really put too much pressure on another person to fulfill their destiny, to be their dream person. And I think that's a lot of the reason why these things fall apart. Uh, That's true. Yeah. No one else should be your destiny. That's crazy talk. That's, that's like movie talk. It's not real life. No, but I think he wants to live inside of a rom-com. Uh-huh. Yeah. For sure. For sure. All right, let's talk about the biggest shit show of all. Oh, gosh. Ash and Avery. Avery, Ash is fucking insane. Woof. He is crazy. So we start off right after Ash's (laughs) ill-fated, quote-unquote, seminar. They look (laughs) like they share clothes and shoes. Like, they, they look like they wear the same size skinny jean. And they both have, like, similar boots on, and it's just, like, weird. Okay, but I loved her sweater, and I want one. <laughs> She's adorable. I really like her. I I've, live I have for liked a comfy her more. Oh, yeah, that oversight. Yeah. I- I've liked her more and more with each episode. No, she's great. Like, I really did not care for her in the beginning, and now I'm just like, yes, girl, because she is not willing to compromise She's smart, love. and like, she mm-mm. sees through all the bullshit. She's just looking at him like, I don't understand what's going on. And so Ash takes, uh, you know, just a direct approach to gaslighting mm-hmm. immediately. And is like flipping the script like, you're not supporting me. And don't I make you feel like a woman? Like, first of all, what the fuck does that even have to do with the price <laughs> of tea in China? Yeah. Like, oh. that's not what we're talking about here. You're saying some super sexist ass shit and I don't agree with it. But all the things he's saying is things that he usually uses on other women who fall for it. 
Oh, absolutely. And he's confused because all of a sudden he has this super hot woman that apparently he thought that her head was full of hot air. Yeah. And so now he's like floundering because he doesn't know what the hell to do because all of his tricks aren't working. Because she's not just gobbling it up. They're walking away from the pier and he goes to the car and he's like going to leave her. Yeah, he's just going to leave her in fucking who knows where Australia. The only reason he didn't is because production actually stepped in and was like, hey, where are you going? Yeah, no, he was just gonna, like, dip. And so she tries to talk to him, and she's like, dude, I'm just trying to understand what the fuck just happened. And he's like, this is your fault. You're not understanding what I'm saying. And she's like, because what you're saying doesn't make any sense. She stayed so calm. She And did. was nice and respectful she did nothing wrong. No, she really nothing. didn't. And I am the first one to criticize somebody else. Yeah, <laughs> but like, for sure, me too. She was neutral. She did not yell. She mm-hmm. was just like, just walk me through what just happened, man. Like, calm down. Yep. Oh, she calls him out. They're, they're back at the Airbnb or whatever. And Avery says every time she tries to ask him hard questions, he freaks out. And that, of course, they were getting along because she was avoiding all the hard questions, but she's trying to get to know him. Everything she's saying is correct. She's been trying to get to know him and what's really going on and have an understanding of his business, of his situation with his son and her mother, all of these, uh, and his mother, all of these things are very important that will be puzzle pieces to their life together if they go forward. But all he wants to do is avoid everything and ignore any important questions she has to ask. He's such a surface person. For someone who thinks he's a relationship coach, he has zero relationship skills at all. Because he's a classic sociopath and he doesn't have to. Yeah, he's crazy. Like, he honestly, like, demonstrated some really scary behavior. But it's it's very textbook sociopath because mm-hmm. when... He wasn't able to charm his way out of a sticky situation. He immediately reverts to anger, belittling, and evade, evade, evade. Mm -hmm. And so he's just like, fuck this. I'm leaving unless you can prove to me that you love me or that you, you are interested in me. And she just stares at him. And I was so proud for that. Like, good for you, Avery. Like, don't compromise yourself for that crackhead like what the hell is going on i've been with guys like this before and they will be a thousand percent in the wrong but they will manipulate the situation and turn it around and before you know it you're apologizing to them when you didn't do anything wrong and that's exactly what he's doing to her he's making her he's trying to make her feel like a shitty person he's saying she doesn't care about his feelings that she's emasculated him he actually tells the camera that she is a pit bull and that could not be any farther from the truth it is total and complete bullshit no he it's, just starts she talking has done out nothing of his ass. she's done nothing but be calm and nice and she's had a couple moments where she snapped but she's like you're not answering my question you're ignoring all of the important stuff that i'm saying to you and and then he's like when you see the preview for next week he's packed his bag he's getting ready to walk out the door and he's like i'm leaving 
because whatever. And you know that in that moment, he wants her to apologize and beg him to stay. Absolutely. That's his whole MO. I know I was wrong in a million different ways. I'm going to turn this on you, make you feel like an asshole. And before you know it, you're going to be begging me to stay and have sex with you. Yep. Sorry. Been there too many times. Good for her for not taking any of his bullshit. Oh, hell no. I would not. But honestly, like, she is kind of in a precarious situation because she's in Australia and, like, really doesn't know where she's going. And, I mean, she could figure it out. She's a smart girl. But at the same time, Mm -hmm. like, I would be very careful because he is, like, a half a second away from just, like, breaking her neck in a fit of rage. Yeah, it was pretty scary. It was pretty scary. But, you know, she just sits there. She's calm. She's like, I don't know what is going on. I don't understand this. But you know what? If he leaves, and I really hope that she lets him leave and that she goes home and moves on with her life and without him. Um, But I think if he leaves, she'll spend the next... I mean, how much more time can she have there? I don't know. But she'll spend a few days and probably do some sightseeing and hang out and she'll be okay. And then she'll get on a plane and go home. I really hope that she goes home and, like, this whole thing is completely over with. I hope he's not able to reel her, like, suck her back into his bullshit because he is crazy. Yeah, he is crazy town. But I I would be interested to talk to Sion at that point. I really... You know what? I have Has anyone interviewed her? Has anyone been able to find her social media, her... Twitter. I wonder what she has to say about any of this. I don't know, but now I'm, I might have to go on a deep dive to find Sion. I bet they never um, filmed with her. It doesn't seem like it. And in that case, she probably doesn't have an NDA, and she might be talking. So we can kind of mm. look into that and see what's going on. I don't know. We'll have yeah. to see next week. Either that, or we can kind of talk about some stuff on The Bitch Fit. I will see this what week, I can find. We can kind of do a little bit of research and see if we can find info on this. And then just so you guys know, we're going to be doing two episodes a week. You're going to get a Tuesday release date for 90 Day Fiance Recap. And then on Friday, you're going to get a release of the weekly Bitch Fit. And that is just going to be us talking about our lives. We'll do some pop culture news. Uh, maybe something funny like Next Door Nightmares or like First Date crazy first dates or something maybe a deep dive on some 90 day fiance but we have a million different ideas and i think it's just gonna be fun on friday it's gonna be so much fun we're gonna have a little bit of everything and we want to hear what you want Mm -hmm. we are open to suggestions you can find us on instagram at resting bitch pod you can find us on facebook join our group that's also Resting Bitch Pod. You can email us your suggestions at Resting Beach, B E A C H Pod. I love that. At gmail.com <laughs> because Gmail wants to censor my life. <laughs> Gmail is against the people. They won't let us say bitch on there. So, but uh, I like beach. I think that's cute too. I thought it was cute. <laughs> but let us know what you want to hear and of course Julie won't say it but I will if you like us leave us a five star review on Apple iTunes or wherever you listen to your podcasts and if you don't like us please don't waste your time we yeah. don't care don't go leaving us a two star review don't be an asshole 
save your time and leave us alone. Don't listen anymore. But I can tell you that each episode is going to get better. This is only our second episode and we have a million ideas. We really want to build a community up for the show and it's going to be a lot of fun. So bear with us. We're still learning. We're still getting our momentum momentum going. But if you subscribe, you're not going to be disappointed. I promise you, you will enjoy what we have to say. It's going to be great. Yeah. Well, I think that's it for this week. Julie, do you have any final thoughts? No, just follow us on all the social meds. Um, don't get discouraged if you're like, oh, there's like one person in this group. We, Yeah, we're kind of just starting. So get in there on the bottom floor. Pretend like you're in a shitty MLM and <laughs> you're just going to be like the, <laughs> you're going to be a founder. You're going to be a boss bitch. You're going to be hashtag building your empire. And it's just going to be with resting bitch pod. And we won't ask you to pay 50 bucks for shitty makeup to get started. We sure won't because MLM suck <laughs> and you should not join them, but you should join our Facebook group and share it with your friends, share our podcast far and wide. Tell people that you like, tell people that you don't like. Just get us out there. And I promise yes. with each week we will get a little bit better. Promise, promise. So catch us on Friday. Make sure you subscribe so you'll get that that showing up in your podcast feed. But thank you guys for listening. And we will see you on Friday. See you later. Bye. Bye. Bye.